Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Uh, hey, fuckers, what up? It's Christina Hutchinson. And Corinne Fisher. You're about to listen to a clip from our acclaimed award-winning, only from ourselves, yeah. uh, podcast. Guys, we fucked the <laughs> anti-slut-shaming podcast. If you want to listen to the whole episode, and I'm sure you do, you're you going to go to uh, apple.co slash GWF. There you go. This week's episode is with our longtime uh producer, editor, music coordinator, uh, friend of the show, amazing person, Mike Coscarelli. You've heard him talk. Uh, you've heard us talk about him before. But, but now, now we're going to get in deep and, inside of him. And you're going to see him. Mm-hmm. It's mm. great. I love this episode. Guys, check it out. Again, that's apple.co slash GWF for the full episode. What I'll say about my dad, he, I, I, had, I have had girlfriends who have seen pictures of my dad and said like you your dad is like a really attractive older guy because my dad's in is about that part of the dating process <laughs> yes yeah. right you spread the family photo you want to fuck my dad what do you think this how about my grandpa like in, in, in 25 years yeah 25 years i think that's right but he my dad doesn't like take great care of himself in terms of like like my dad doesn't Dads really don't know. really do that yeah and he's like he's very much a dad in that <laughs> like he's not one of those guys who's like he doesn't really like to dress he doesn't like to and i'm like the opposite of that and my grandpa was like that too so mm. when i was a kid like even into until my grandpa got lung cancer and got sick my grandpa was like always dressed to the nines. I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, lung cancer really takes the style. Out. Yeah, <laughs> he started dressing man. like shit, going to gas. I would say he was stylish till the end. He was Aww. going, oh, 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 oh shoes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I appreciate older people who dress well yes. more yeah. than I can state in words. Yeah, um, yeah, and he was just like like always dressed super well, kept himself in really good shape till he got sick, and he just like always like smelled good, always kind of like very well manicured and 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 but also Italian. Like very was he Italian. an immigrant though was he from Italy he was the only one from his family who was born here okay so he's first generation technically he was conceived in Italy but my grandma was pregnant with him while they and he won't let you over. forget it because I also think that's part of it with like the dressing well and the presentation like even though he wasn't an immigrant he was raised from by an immigrant family and yeah. I think that really kind of colors how you uh how you dress and and appearances and stuff because like totally. American men of uh, our parents generation it's it, not about style not at all it's about, not it's about even like a little functionality bit. they exactly. never heard of Pinterest yeah. board exactly Which, it's, yeah, it's not makeup but that's why they were like getting a lot of stuff done they owned houses yeah because they didn't spend it on cologne right right so, 100% right <laughs> in my grandpa's case they were very poor so when he was he had he didn't finish high school or anything like that so that so. was about like presentation I think so I yeah mean, I, I, I don't sure. remember a, a time where we had even just like a like a family dinner where my grandpa didn't look like just didn't look great and i don't know Aww. if it got to a point where he just was like just like it was like a kind of like second nature to him where he just kind of like he just knew how to do it he had that kind of and yeah, he had that personality thing. where he like you walk into a restaurant he's got the money clip hey oh the do, money you know, clip Rocco how you doing uh, like, Rocco everybody at the restaurant loved to see him you wanna they, get Tony? Yeah, yeah right so I got that from my grandpa and like I think I got other things from my dad but they're I think like the 
kind of like the like the, the dressing and the like taking care of yourself. So yeah. My grandpa taught me how to shave, you know, right? Aww. which, you know, I feel bad looking back that my dad didn't do that. But my grandpa was the one I remember in the kitchen, like showing me I was like 13 and he was like, oh, that's when you, you start growing a beard at 13. I did. Yeah. I mean, does your a, pubes come in before that? I've never asked a guy. Yeah, when did your pubes come in? Yeah, before or after the beard? They're all around the same time. Beard before pubes. Well, I didn't have a beard. I had a mustache, and I had one of those like Like thirteen-year-old (laughs) straggles. But you get like those straggly kind of like like swarthy mustaches that like there's like a high school picture of me where I have that and like. I can't can't grow hair anywhere else, and I just look insane. <laughs> like it's just like puberty, puberty, puberty. There's nothing worse than that, like puberty side <laughs> that stash. That yeah. puberty stash, so weak. Just not awful. cute. Not so at cute. a certain point, they're like, "We got to get that off your face," and then oh, you know, that's so I, sweet. Yeah. So how about how was sex treated uh, with you growing up? When was it introduced? Uh, did you actually yeah, see you your parents' your grandpa? <laughs> yeah, because you seem like you really were a fan. We know what happened. <laughs> uh, sex was very casual in my house, and it was. I I learned very very young maybe uh, that's a jerk maybe is this a jersey thing mike because me too like just no one it wasn't a thing well, no one cared you, you and i have had this history of kind of i think like a lot of our friendship was built on the fact that we grew up in like the same part of new jersey both right. jewish and italian yes oh like, you're jewish and italian too yeah we're both oh my god bagels. you guys are very mm-hmm. similar yeah and yeah, well, I mean, I thought our friendship was based on the fact that I walked off stage at Greenwich Village Whoa. Comedy Club and then hoped the place burned down. And I was did like, let's do it. I literally said out loud, hope this, what did I say? I hope this you place said, fucking yeah, burns to the you, ground. You, you were like. Chad, it wasn't a threat. It was just a wish. <laughs> you, you were kind of like, you were having a tough time at the end of the set. I remember you did a joke. You did That's a joke, great. it got nothing, and you were like, all right, well, I understand. This is going to be like brutal the rest of the way. You said this out loud. Yeah, You're like, yeah. This might as well suck. lean in. Yeah, yeah. this is going to suck the rest of the way. So like, you were like, let's try another one. And then you said the joke. It bombed again. You waited a second, and you were like, hmm, okay. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> you guys don't deserve this. You were basically like, fuck all of you. I have like three more minutes. I'm going to make this brutal for all of us. That, that is my tactic in life and on stage. Yeah, I loved it. I was Kill laughing. kid. And then you came off stage and I was like, that, hey, man, that, they suck. That was really funny. <laughs> and you, we didn't know each other. You were like, oh, wow, great. Like, thank you so much for the compliment. I really appreciate that. But You're I said a genuine. I said a genuine. No, yeah, you weren't, you weren't being Corinne. <laughs> wow, you were thanks, being like, shitbag. <laughs> you weren't being Corinne. You were being a nice person, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you were like, are you up next? And I was like, yeah, I think it was either following you or I was one after and you're like when you get off stage let's burn this place to the fucking ground <laughs> and I was like this could be the start of something a lifelong friendship was born <laughs> lifelong friendship that's and so then, see that's know, how you yeah. gotta do comedy guys even if you lose uh, 99.9% of the audience if you gain a lifelong fan and a friend there then, you go then yeah. you've done then your you've, job yeah, yeah. someone yeah. you can eat Taco Bell with in Union Square it's about like a, a, a 50 sad. piece chicken McNugget 50 piece Mc... chicken McNugget and that's our specialty Whoa. at McDonald's we split a 50 piece <laughs> that, oh was a, that was a very fun night that's a <laughs> A different story, but going back when, to sex, which was the oh, original right. question. I was like, how do we get don't this? don't fuck after eating a fifty don't, piece McNugget. Definitely don't do that. Oh, I wouldn't try. Snuck, I yeah. wouldn't dare try. And yeah, farting all over the place. But yeah, I, and shitting. I can remember um, my mom just kind of bringing it up randomly. We were driving around in Jersey. She I cornered like, you in the car. Who's it feeling horny? Even... <laughs> you getting bonus, Mike? You wanking? <laughs> she just, it, yeah, it was, I mean, I don't know if it was like to go that far, but. <laughs> What'd she, she say? Do you remember? Yeah, she was like, uh, I was like five or six and she Whoa. was like, I was really young and she was like, do you, do you know what sex is? I don't wow. know why she thought of it, but she did. And, and I was like, I don't, th- I don't think so. I think, you know, not really. 
And she's like, well, sex is where babies come from. Uh-huh. Uh, so like instead of like some stork bullshit, like my mom was just like you and your sisters are here because your father and I had sex. Wow. Just like said it, it like that. Yeah. Father ejaculated <laughs> right into this hole. He came out of his pee pee hole into my pee pee hole. <laughs> right. And you were here. It wasn't as lewd, but it was like, right, yeah, right. this is like, this wow. is the process. This is how it works. And then I was like, great. That cool. would save me so much confusion. I'll yeah. tell you and what. Then, but you then ju- yeah. she also said, but people also do it because it feels good. And people wow. like, like to do she it. She gave you a solid. That's lovely. Here's what it is. Yeah. No bullshit. Yeah. And Jesus then, Christ. so like when I was growing up, when we, by the time we got to like the growing up program, which was like what we had in, in family life. Yeah. Whatever the health, you know, I knew. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I didn't know the, like the, the like when they start breaking down like ovaries and all that stuff. I didn't know that stuff yet. Fuck that shit. But I knew the basics of like a man <laughs> puts his dick in a woman and then right. like that's how babies. So I, I was past all that stuff. Today's episode of Guys We Fucked is brought to you by Quince. I love Quince, imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. I love this website. I'm on it right now. They have suitcases. They have things for babies and kids. They have men. They have women. They have home. I love a home section. Oh, my God. And the products are gorgeous, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, okay? Organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, because I do have tops that are silk and I do wash them and then they disintegrate, but not on quince. Okay. The best part of all, all items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Okay. I love, I have this beautiful hunter green purse from quince that I love and use every day. Their bags are gorgeous. Indulge in affordable luxury. Just go to quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q U I N C E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. Young, when you think you know? about it, the stork uh, rumor is really fucked up because I believe that shit. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Because in my neighborhood, people would what have Christina storks, story. <laughs> uh, 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 oh. wooden storks, like, a, you know, when it's Christmas oh. and you have your lawn all decorated. Yeah. And then it would say a boy. And I'm like, right. and my mom would go, well, that bird brought the boy to the thing. And but I'm like, she legitimately oh. told you like, that's how. Yeah. She, like, that's and then crazy. that was when I was a little kid. And then when I was 12, there was people fucking on the beach and we were on a family <laughs> vacation. She goes, do you know what that is? And I was just like, yeah. And I didn't. And I lied. And she goes, OK, good. At 12? You didn't know at 12? No. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know it was insertion involved until like 10th grade. And then four years later, Christina herself would be having sex. <laughs> yep. Eyes tightly shut. Jesus. Tears streaming down my face. Yeah, I'm always very fascinated with that because I, I will say like to my mom's credit, other than Santa Claus, she did let me believe in Santa. I used to have a joke about that when I was doing stand up for like a, a long time where my mom let me believe in it until I was probably like 10 or 11. Oh, I believed until I was 12. It's yeah, my greatest too. trauma. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, other it's than pretty that, fucked up. I know that means I had a nice life. I apologize. <laughs> Never apologize for what you went through. I like that you looked right Even if into the it was camera. nothing. Well, it's not, I'm not mad at you guys. <laughs> but yeah, I, my mom never talked to us, to my memory, that like like children in that way. Which might be, again, why. Because I feel like your parents didn't do that that much either, right? No, yeah. Like, Wi-Fi wasn't. My, my parents never, like, never did, like, baby talk or just, like, they always talked to us, you know, kind of like full sentences. Yeah. Like, uh, talked up to us right. instead of down to us. I think a lot wow. of parents talked da- down to their kids. Yeah. And yeah. not on purpose. Yeah. Just just because that's what they think they should do. And if anything, my parents would talk up to me and I'd be like, what does that word mean? Right, right. <laughs> you know? Right. I don't know. I 
love that your mom had the sex talk in the car, though. I feel like it's, a, it's such a Jersey move to like <laughs> yeah. trap your kids we're in going the car. To shore, yeah. a hoagie. <laughs> we're going to trap your kids in the car and then like we're going to talk about all the hard facts now. Can't yeah. get out. <laughs> what do you say? Lock the doors. <laughs> He's not running away from this one. We have a hostage situation right here in this, in this Ford Taurus. <laughs> it was a Ford Taurus. I also yeah. drove a Ford Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> it was always a Ford Taurus. Yeah, it was national, the state car of New Jersey. <laughs> fucking Ford Taurus. Ninety-seven. Yeah, I love a Ford Taurus. Sea breeze green Ford Taurus. Ours was like a like a gold color. No, it, yeah, it was a hideous long, car, hideous, hideous. My, car. Ours was Taurus like bluish. Oh, For a long time, people were like, "Can you drive?" I go, "You got a Ford Taurus?" Because <laughs> I can drive that. Anything that else is boat. anything else is a no go. <laughs> so, uh, how did you blossom into your own sexuality? I think I was a late bloomer. Um, I didn't lose my virginity till I was uh, either 19 or 20. I was like, it was that summer. So I can't remember if it was. It's a good age, though. I think so. I mean, like, I, I was very, you know, obviously, like everybody else is super hormon- hormonal through high school and stuff. But I had, I had, I had this problem where I was like, <laughs> When I was a kid, I thought I was kind of like a class clown, you know, like a lot of people that are on the show, I think, like have that kind of origin story Yeah. where middle school and, and not as much high school, but like through up until I was probably like uh, like an early teen. I used to think that like farting was hilarious. It is. It is. Yeah, of course it is. But and well, the thing is, when you're younger. <laughs> Like when you are the kid that always was like, they used to call me the fart master, fart master 3000. <laughs> when I was like, like 11, 12 years old. Why are you a farting? Or you yeah, laughed at the I, I just I would fart in school and then I would just be like, this is so fucking funny. And everybody would be like, yo, my, your fart you master struck again. I so, really hope that's in your, I really hope that's in your Bumble your profile. Book, fart master or your hinge, like your hinge with the prompts, like a fun fact about me. Were they loud farts? Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was like hilarious. So it is. The problem is when you start into the You don't age, eat sausage and peppers <laughs> and not let out right, a loud one. Right. With my diet, yo, I was farting all over the place. Meatballs, sausage, like well, Never you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a rigatoni so, fart for you. Yeah, right, right. Ricotta. So when you get to that age where people start dating, like you, you had to stop farting. Yeah, because you, you start you dating, carry, you stop farting. Right, when you carry this ends. thing with you yeah. where that people are like, "I'm not dating the fart master." You know, yeah. like, yeah. like the, I heard the fart master like you. Right. Yeah. So I would. I would yeah. have dated you if we wanted to say that. That would have been great, but <laughs> I didn't have, I, I had no options throughout, up until like probably. Because of the farts? Just the reputation of it. Because I wasn't doing that. <laughs> the in, nickname really fucked you up. You needed yeah. to find your fart mistress. That yeah. nickname left a skid mark on your reputation. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, did you ever shart in high school? Because sometimes no. when you're comically farting, you can't help it. Sometimes right. a little poop. You push a little too hard because you're trying. Yeah. Mike said, no, I'm an artist. No, I was not. Let's right. keep this interview together. I'm an artist. That's 100% right. <laughs> So I, yeah, I I never like I was a real pro at it when I what? was in, in like like middle school. But yeah, by the time you get when you're like seventeen, you guys stop farting. Yeah, people don't really want to date that dude. So you're so sad when you said. Have you talked about this in therapy? It seems like when your childhood disintegrated. I, I had no, I haven't actually, but I I do think that there was like. Yeah, that was like the biggest drawback, I think, where like I just wasn't I was not like girls were not into that because I was was like a goofball. Yeah, right, right, right. I know what kind of guy you are. The kind of goofball you were when farting is involved in your humor repertoire. Yeah, you don't go. That guy's probably got a great dick. 
Yeah, 100%. You know? <laughs> yeah, literally not. And it's not like stand up. The dick is real close to that butthole. Yeah, right. And well, and also, like, even when you're that young, you're not, I don't think I'm you're thinking about the up. dick. You're thinking more about, like, what other people are, are going to yes, think of you. Yeah. And no, no you one have. wants to be like, oh my God, you know, like, you're dating the farter. Right. Are you dating the, 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 fart the guy master? who farts? Right. Mike Coscarelli, the fart master? I don't even know his name. 100%. Yeah, right. He's fart master. That's literally, I think that was actually the case at a lot of times. Yeah, to rebrand. That were like, he's the fart master. Right. So, like, like, yeah, like to Corinne's point, you don't. Nobody wants to date that guy. Correct. But then, by the time I started, like college was a different story. You stop fart. Yeah, yeah. And you, you clean also, slate. Clean yeah. slate. Yeah. Towards the end of high school, like that summer, I kind of felt it shift a little bit, where I was like becoming like kind of like an adolescent. And the other thing that I was also learning was, and this was again like a lesson from my grandpa, which I didn't I didn't realize when I was younger, because my grandpa was funny too. Mm-hmm. But my grandpa, like because he was like such a slick guy. His he was just like he was quick and smart and funny and he was like charming that way. Yeah. So like my my grandpa might have like farted and that's where I got it from when I was like we thought it was hilarious. We used to make farts when I was a kid in a bowl. Okay. Would, like, no, uh, my grandpa and I I don't really find never farts my grandpa funny. Fart. Yeah. But I I me and my grandpa John definitely did some fart humor yeah. back in the day. Aww. Yeah. Like 100%. that was definitely grandpa fart jokes are like the best. When like, grandpa you know? would pull out a whoopee cushion yeah. and that. <laughs> You yeah. probably won down the shore, yeah. you know? Yeah. You would go, this is going to be classic. <laughs> this is really classic. <laughs> right. So I had to learn that, like, like within the house, us doing that as, like, a bit, like, for the family was, like, Keep what it in did. the family. Yeah. Only in the family. Yeah. yeah. I had to learn from him that, like, him being, like, this sort of this, like, slick, like, kind of, like, sexier old dude, like, that he, he would do less publicly like when he was funny so you witnessed that and you're like oh yeah it started for indoors yeah and i started thinking like like oh these women that kind of like flirt with my fucking grandpa like because that would happen we'd go to restaurants and like hostesses would like give my grandpa the fucking eyes you know what i mean yeah and like i had to learn that it was like oh he's he's getting this type of attention because he's like old dudes with swag can get it i'm sorry but i've seen a couple men in their 70s i'm like i would go out with you thousand percent man six foot like tall dude you know what i mean like Mm. he had it going on and i had to learn that to be like you have to take it like relax like take a step back don't be like don't be this proactive like jester you know what i mean like this guy who's like he is funny but he's not like (laughs) you know (laughs) no one likes that guy oh my god no one's to fuck that guy the clown on all the time is my least favorite type of person i would rather i would rather deal with suicidal over that (laughs) and those are the two types types of choices you get when you're dating comedians a clown or or suicidal right (laughs) sometimes a suicidal clown right (laughs) rest in peace robin williams but yeah yeah it's kids yeah it's just like oof, boy it's a lot it's a lot of personality yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so the sexuality kind of doesn't start coming into play until i learn that lesson right like, be a little like let it come to you a little like not even just women just like let let the situation energy in general yeah, yeah let it come to you a little more and just kind of like like react to things that are going on instead of being like you know <laughs> it's great that you got that lesson that early because i feel like some people go their whole lives without getting it I think so too. I, 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 yeah. I think that there are things that you can learn from, and and you know, like le- years down the road, it's it's been, you know, he he died when I was twenty, so I'm thirty two now. So it's been twelve years of kind of like dealing with kind of losing him, 
and like the less like basically understanding that like at 20 those were going to be the last lessons i got from him mm-hmm. yeah and kind of like like i will never be able to talk to him and learn these things that kind of like this male figure that had this like swagger and just like commanded respect from everybody everybody loved this dude right you know, that that chapter is kind of over so it's like from 20 to where i'm at now part of you know me living my own life also going through therapy and kind of like learning these things now the thing that i'd notice again lesson from him was like i hate when people talk too much and you can always tell when somebody is kind of smart to me when they aren't super talkative and kind of like cutting people off or whatever mm-hmm. i think the smartest people listen and i think that that kind of i think also sometimes the sexiest people aren't when you're at confidence like, is quiet Confidence is quiet. That's a yeah. Amber totally. Rose said that to us, and I was like, "God damn, girl, that's well." Very literally, true. the yeah. key to Beyonce's success is shutting the fuck up. Right. Like she just per- she, she doesn't performs. do any She doesn't do interviews. Yeah. It's masterful. Yeah. yeah, masterful. There's that uh, Jay Z too. Like them as a couple. Uh, like mm. Jay Z doesn't mm. really give interviews, Mm-mm. and yeah. like in just this day him, and age, yep. they're you know. We, and when he does, they're fucking beautiful. They're interviews. great. He sounds God so damn. smart and so insightful. Well, he's he's fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah they're both brilliant. And so when smart. they do sit down, it's special. Right. So it's like, oh, that's someone who respects their own time in right. a way that we can all take note from. Thanks for listening to that clip with our guest Mike Costa. If you want to hear the whole conversation, go to apple.co slash GWF, where you can subscribe to the Luminary channel on Apple Podcasts. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.